Planning a getaway? Well, with the Capital One Venture Card, you earn unlimited double miles on any purchase you make today and every day. And those miles add up to get you closer to that trip to paradise. Every vanilla soy latte, double miles. Every time you pump gas, double miles. Even when you buy a set of monogram beach towels, yep, double miles. You earn unlimited double miles on every purchase, and then you go. The Capital One Venture Card, the card that takes you there. What's in your wallet? Capital One Bank USA NA. Oh, you didn't know? Your ass better call somebody! This is the World Wrestling Podcast with your host, the Big Cow Kid Shop B, and the Big Bad Boo Bear Big Solomon. This is the World Wrestling Podcast. Ah, yeah. Welcome to the World Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Foe the Boating, the Big Cali Kid, Sean B. And with me, as always, is... What, what, what? What's that? Oh, that's right. I'm running this bitch Han-style solo. That's right. The big Cali Kid running the Starship Pain all by himself today. No big bad blue bear. Just me. Just me. The big S-A-B. Ooh, whoop. And it is good to be back. Happy late Christmas to all of y'all out there. I hope everybody had a wonderful Christmas. I know I did. I got a shit ton of Harry Potter stuff. Um, little little known factoid about your boy, Happy the Clown. I am a huge Harry Potter nerd. I got the the dark mark tattooed on my arm. I have this badass freaking uh, uh, Death Eaters wand. It's all custom made. Came in a nice case. Fucking pretty tits. But anywho, it is good to be back. It's a it's a little weird not having my boy Nick Swalamundo with me. Um hopefully he'll pop in the chat or something. It has been a it's been a few years, I think, since I've actually ran one of these by myself. So um hopping in there, whew, got that Brock Lesnar music going. Gonna shake off the ring rust and hop right into here. We got a bunch of news uh, for you here tonight. We got more injuries piling up. It's that time of the year again. Um, seems like every time we do a show, we got um, we got more and more injuries that we're talking about here. Um, and they just keep racking up. Two of them are pretty big uh in my book, they're pretty big losses. Um, I hate to see anybody get injured, but you know that's the that's the the nature of the beast. There, uh, these guys know what they're doing. They do this week in, week out. Injury is just part of is just part of the the gig there. Um, but anywho, I'll hop right to the first one. Um, this is one I I'm pretty pretty upset about um not being dean ambrose dean ambrose will miss nine months of action following surgery last tuesday to repair a high-grade tricep tendon injury according to wwe.com dean ambrose suffered the injury december 18th on raw during a six-man tag match with samoa joe cesaro and sheamus um adding to the issue uh with the attack in the trainer's room uh, Dr. Jeffrey Douglas, who performed the procedure, explained the extent of the injury. Um, he goes on to say he tore some of the distal triceps tendon where it attaches to the forearm bone called the olecranon. He basically tore about 50% of the triceps tendon away from the bone. Uh, so yesterday we repaired 
that back down to the bone where it tore off. The surgery was very straightforward. We removed all the extra bruisal tissue, all of the extra swollen stuff around the elbow. Um, how the lunatic fringe has been on quite quite a roll lately. Uh, we just seen him and uh, Seth Rollins lose the Raw Tag Team titles. Um, they were looking to get it back. We got the Shield reunited. Um, so this is this is a big wrench in the plans of of WWE there. Um, I know Vince is probably not happy about it, and uh, I'm definitely not happy about it. Uh, Dean Ambrose, uh, I wish you a speedy recovery, my friend, and hopefully these nine months go back by fast. Hopefully you get in there, get that physical therapy done, and hopefully come back a little bit sooner. Uh, that being said, uh, this past Monday night on Raw, we actually seen Seth Rollins gain the tag team championship back only this time it was not um not roman reigns nor dean ambrose obviously uh who he captured the title with it is none other than kurt angle's love child jason can't talk to save his life jordan that is right don't adjust those my or don't adjust your speakers there Jason Jordan and Seth Rollins are your new Raw Tag Team Champions. Um, this to me is ah, I don't I I I don't know what to think. I don't know what to think about this. Um, I'm not the biggest Jason Jordan fan as a solo. I loved American Alpha uh, when they were together. Huge fan of American Alpha since he split off. Um, yeah, he's uh, he's had some. Uh, big matches. We've seen him go against Braun Strowman. We've seen him feud with Seth. Um, he's been in some big matches, but like Kurt Angle said a couple weeks on Raw, yes, he's been in these matches, but he has not won a single one of them. Um, so I don't know why they're giving him this push right now. Yeah, it's still a tag team belt, but you're putting him, uh, his partner, the Kingslayer, um, the man who decimated the authority uh, Seth freaking Rollins. That's a that's a big caliber partner right there. Um, why they're giving him this push, I do not know. I honestly don't know. Uh, but we will see how the story unfolds. Um, I'm happy Seth Rollins got the the tag team titles back. Um, Seth Rollins, he needs to he needs to have a belt around him. Uh, he's just one of those wrestlers that. Um, I think thrive uh, better when they're either pursuing gold or they have gold around their waist. And um, and Seth Rollins is a um, is an amazing competitor. Um, he gives it his all week in and week out. So um, kudos to Seth Rollins on winning that tag team title back. Um, Oh, want to beat a dead horse here. Just, I'm just not super stoked that it's Jason Jordan, man. Really not. Um, but I will go ahead and move into my next story here. I'm not going to be on too, too long. I just wanted to, to hop back in here, talk a little bit with y'all, share some some of the breaking news. Uh, me and Nick Solomon will be back sometime um, after Wrestle Kingdom. We got that huge show coming up over in Japan. Um Kenny Omega versus Chris Jericho Alpha versus Omega. The Tokyo Dome is going to be off the hook. I'm, I'm going to call it right now. If it lives up to all of this hype, if, that's a big if. Uh, but, you know, from all the matches I've seen over in New Japan, um, Omega, Okada, 1, 2, and 3. Um, I've seen the Young Bucks versus War Machine, Cody Rhodes. Um, Fuck, who did he fight uh, last year's Wrestle Kingdom? I saw him make his debut um, at Wrestle Kingdom last year. He put on a hell of a match. Uh, Wrestle Kingdom is New Japan's WrestleMania. It is a huge show, um, and I am looking forward to it. I already got uh, that son of a bitch pre-ordered. It is going to be a hell of a show. Um can't wait to see um, all the great matches. Definitely looking forward to Kenny Omega versus Chris Jericho. Like I said, 
Um, if they book it right, this could be hands down the uh, the match of the decade. Uh, definitely match of the. Sorry, got the hiccups. Um, definitely match of 2018 if it um, lives up to all the expectations. I know me and uh, Solomon are constantly talking about this match, um, and it's just because all of the hype. If you haven't, if you haven't seen anything leading up to this, go check it out on YouTube. They got all the footage there. Um, Kenny Omega a couple weeks ago uh, successfully defended his United States Championship. Um, lights go off. Uh, you see a little countdown on the screen. Boom, up pops Chris Jericho holding a uh, picture of Kitty Omega. Uh, Chris Jericho goes on to say that he's the best in the world and shreds up Kitty Omega's picture. A um, couple weeks later, same thing. Omega just got done with a match. Lights go off. Chris Jericho's up on the screen. Uh, I forgot exactly what he said. Lights go back, uh, go off again. When they come back up, Chris Jericho standing behind Kenny Omega in the ring. Um, Kenny Omega turns around and Chris Jericho proceeds to beat the hell out of Kenny Omega. Uh, one of the best uh, beatdowns I've seen in a long time. Uh, it took everybody by surprise. Chris Jericho, like I said, Laid the smackdown all over Kenny Omega's candy ass. Um, hit him in the head with the his United States title. Busted him open. Um, and then Kenny, Kenny Omega, he isn't going down like that. He isn't going to go down like a little punk. Um, Chris Jericho was doing a press conference. In comes Kenny Omega. They start beating each other's ass at a press conference. So there's all kinds of tension leading up to this match. It's, uh, it's about a week or two away. Um, I'll look it up uh, during the show so I can get you a an exact date of when it is. Um, but it's going to be a great show for sure. Um, I'm definitely looking forward to it. And um, I don't want to sound like a broken record here. I'm just I really hope that it lives up to all of the hype. Um, that has been put into it. Uh, but when it comes to Kitty Omega, it comes to Chris Jericho. Uh, Chris Jericho's uh, exactly what he said. He is the best in the world uh, at what he does. I know I'll probably get some I'll probably get some heat from Nick Solomon by saying this, but Chris Jericho is that. He is the best in the world at what he does. And He's proved it. He's put over young stars. We saw uh, when he was in that match with Neville. Neville actually got hurt. Chris Jericho pushed the referee and got himself disqualified on purpose through the match. Um, it was yelling at the ref, like, fucking check on this guy. Um, so Chris Jericho is a hell of a, um, a competitor inside, outside of the ring. Um, Kenny Omega, one of the best in the world right now. Um, well, sorry, not one of the best. He is probably the best wrestler in the world right now, in my opinion. Um, feel free to chime into the chatty if uh, if you differ with me here. Um, but Kenny Omega is he just keeps winning, man. He's the leader of the Bullet Club. Uh, you know, we'll probably see Matt Nick Jackson, the Young Bucks, out there at some point. I'm hoping there's not too too much interference because I want to see this. I want to see a clean match between these two. Um, like I said, they're calling it Alpha versus Omega. Let's see who who really is the best in the world. Uh, but you know, Kenny is a heel. So what is a heel going to do? He's going to cheat to win. Um, so I'm expecting some dirty moves from Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega. Um, it's going to be a great match. I'm definitely looking forward to it. And uh, by the way, by the way, I didn't, I didn't say this in the beginning of the show, but I'll do it right now. So, whoop. Let's try this again. <sighs> I didn't say this in the show, so I will say it right now. Good morning, Vietnam! Not Vietnam, but the whole world. Good morning to you. Um, thank you so much for tuning in to the World Wrestling Podcast with me, Sean B. And we got our first... Person in the chatty, the big 
Jay, the metal monkey, or the metal honky, sorry, sorry for screwing that up, <laughs> Big Jay, the metal honky, good to have you in the chat, always good to see you, bro, um, I said Jericho is the best at sucking dick, and he says they all lose to Goldberg, um, sorry, Kitty Omega would make Goldberg his bitch, um, Jericho, yes, Jericho lost to Goldberg, um, but that was also at the time Goldberg was in his prime. Um, put Jericho, put Jericho against Goldberg now. I bet Jericho wins. Jericho still can kick some ass. Way better than 90-year-old Goldberg and his freaking three moves of doom. Oh, I can jackhammer someone. I can spear him. And I can hit him in the head with my fist. Let's give him a title, goddammit. Nah, Goldberg's whack. He's washed up. He needs to stay the hell out of out of wrestling. Uh, hang up the boots, old man. Uh, you don't got it. Um, we hear that. We hear that chant quite often. The you still got it. You still got that. Doesn't that doesn't apply? That doesn't apply to Goldberg. He doesn't still got it. Um, in our reality, he should not have ever, and I mean ever. Beat Gold or er, Brock Lesnar, and Brock Lesnar is in his prime. He is a beast. Um, I've saw Brock Lesnar uh, run through the forest with a hundred pound logs on his freaking shoulders. So you mean to tell me that Brock Lesnar, who's still pretty much in his prime, got beat in thirty seconds by nine year old Goldberg, who hadn't wrestled in fifteen years? Come on, come on. That's that's Vince pondering to the fans, or not not necessarily the fans. That's just Vince, um, being out of touch like always. Because no one wanted to see that. In all reality, it should have been the opposite. Goldberg should have came in with all the hype. Goldberg, ah, our back. Ah. He should have job, uh, put him against a couple jobbers. Let him fuck up Bo Dallas. Let him beat up Curtis Axel. Um. Uh, Get a couple little uh, warm-up matches under his belt. And then let him go against Brock Lesnar. And let Brock Lesnar just freaking decimate him. Um, especially after that WrestleMania loss. Um, that match was horrible all the way around. Um, but after after all that, they should have had Brock Lesnar come back and just decimate him. But no, he gets beat in 30 seconds. Then he gets eliminated from the Royal Rumble. And then finally... So, Goldberg's, what, three, up three victories to Brock Lesnar's one at WrestleMania? Yes, it was a WrestleMania victory, but still, that doesn't count. You're still two behind Brock Lesnar. Like, did, did, did that magically go away? No, no. Uh, so, that whole, that whole feud was complete and utter, utter bullshit. Um. Uh, me and Nick talked about this last week. Goldberg, yes. Uh, when you say that name, everyone's going to look, oh, Goldberg, Goldberg. Uh, that's all he is. He's hype. He puts asses in seats, and that is it. Um, it's like when The Rock says he comes back. The Even if he doesn't perform, it's, it's The Rock. It's the name. That's all Goldberg is now. He's a name to a distant, to a shadow of his former self. Um, this Bill Goldberg, yeah, he can he can hit a good spear still. I'll give him that. They, I said something nice about Bill Goldberg. Um, he can hit a good spear still, but that is it. That is it. Um, other than that, um, if he wants to come in, be a be a special guest referee, um, something like that, then then let him let him do that. Let him come make an appearance, maybe spear someone every once in a while, but to give him a championship run and to have him beat Brock Lesnar three freaking times is completely absurd to me. Just complete, complete absurdity. And I want to give a shout out to my boy, the big, bad, Bear. Who just popped in the chatty chat. Always good to see you in there, my friend. Um, and look, look, I start talking about Goldberg and who pops in. 
but Nick Solomon. I'm telling you, that's his, that's his like, uh, his undercover lover right there. You say, you say Bill Goldberg, and Nick Solomon gets moist. That's right, he gets moist. <laughs> but anywho, um, moving on here, like I said, we got injuries um, on top of injuries here. Another, another sad injury um, that I'm, I'm got to report right now. Um, this is the kind of thing we always hate to hear, especially for someone like Paige. That is right. Paige, who just seemed to be getting back into her groove, um, was at a live show at the, um, sorry, uh, reports from a live show at Uniondale, New York said that Paige was injured. She was in a six-woman tag match that needed to be called off while there was... Uh, there's no word on the extent of her injuries at this time. Uh, they said that she was able to walk out on her own. Uh, and we really uh, we can really only hope for the best in this situation. Uh, this could be WWE uh, being careful. Uh, Paige is just coming back from a neck injury. Uh, but it's never a good thing when a match needs to be called off like this. Uh, so I definitely got my fingers crossed here for Paige. Um, she just came back. She just formed the Absolution. Uh, they've been on quite a roll, man. I've never been shy about this. Um, I'm a huge Paige fan. I love her. I was super sad when I thought she was going to get fired. Um, I have. I have talked a lot of shit about her because I didn't like her being with Del Rio. You know, that, that stabbed me right in the old heart. Because um, I'm going to marry her. I'm going to marry her one day. She don't know it, but I know it. And I'm going to marry Paige. <laughs> but um, um, hopefully she's okay. Um, it would suck to see her just coming back, getting in that groove, and then boom, get sidelined by an injury like that. Um, so speedy recovery, speedy recovery to you, Miss Page. Um, hope everything is okay. Um, from all the pictures and stuff, she looked. Uh, she wasn't moving in the ring. Um, they called the match off immediately. Um, so that's a. That's a good thing uh, there for uh, for the WWE officials to do. Um, like I said, she just came back from a neck injury. That's a hard thing to come back from. Um, so hopefully, hopefully all is well with Paige, and maybe maybe just give her a couple weeks off, let her um, let her recuperate from said injury, and uh, get her back on track here. And moving on, uh, last week on the show, you heard uh, Nick Solomon talk about Dolph Ziggler uh, laid his title in the ring and just walked off. Uh, so the question was, did Dolph Ziggler really quit? Uh, it's been going around like everywhere again if Dolph Ziggler had really quit the WWE. Um uh, and apparently this week on SmackDown, I haven't got a chance to uh, uh, catch up on this week's SmackDown. Um, hopefully, um, later on the week, I can hop on to another uh, Raw and SmackDown um, coverage for you guys. I am caught up on Raw. Um, like I said, I a few minutes ago, um, Jason Jordan and Seth Rollins won the Raw Tag Team Championships this week. Um if I got, if I have the time, I'll cover some raw a little bit further in this show. If not, then I'll definitely get around to it sometime this week or next week. Um, do a raw and SmackDown results show for y'all. Uh, but anyways, back to uh, the Dolph Ziggler story here. Uh, Daniel Bryan announced that the United States Championship was officially vacant after uh, Ziff Ziggler left it in the ring last week. Uh, Sorry, I can't talk. <laughs> uh, Brian also announced that the United States Championship Tournament would decide who would be the next champion. Dolph Ziggler uh, has reportedly not quit WWE, and he will continue to wrestle on non-televised events during the next few weeks. Uh, we're not sure exactly where all this is headed, uh, but they do have a storyline story in mind for Ziggler. My guess is that Ziggler will decide to ruin the U.S. title finals 
and it still won't have a champion, and we still won't have a champion when the tournament is over. Um, that's just some speculation on my part, but for what it's worth, Ziggler is advertised for next week's SmackDown Live in Orlando. Uh, that doesn't necessarily mean that he will appear on TV. He might just be advertised for the dark match that takes place after 205 Live. Um, on a related note, Bobby Roode defeated Baron Corbin to advance in the tournament. Um, and later in the show, Jinder Mahal advanced when he uh, defeated Ty Dillinger. So um, this U.S. title tournament is on its way. Um, like I said, this uh, this definitely sounds like a story. Uh, there's, I think WWE is just playing on it. We've heard it for every year for the last few years. Oh, Dolph Ziggler's contract's uh, about to expire. He's he's going to quit. He's going to quit. Um, so I think WWE is just finally uh, going to play on this, make people think that, oh, shit, <laughs> Ziggler actually followed through and he quit. But um, as of right now, it looks like this is all just a shoot. Um, and we'll see what the next couple weeks have in store for Mr. Ziggles. Um, who was it that called him that? I wish I could remember. Um because that was like a legit chant there for a while. Every time we would come out, it was the Mr. Ziggles. Uh, I think it was John Cena. It was either John Cena or Chris Jericho. I can't remember. Uh, but that's been his forever nickname uh, since then. So we'll see what this tournament has in store for Mr. Ziggles. I got about three more uh, stories here for you guys before I hop off. Uh, and... Again, thank you guys so much for tuning in. It's been a while since I've ran a solo show. I was hella nervous going into it. Uh, but I feel like I'm getting in my groove here. It's starting to flow a little bit easier. Um, don't forget to follow the World Wrestling Podcast on Facebook. Just type in the World Wrestling Podcast. It is correct now. It is no longer the Woolard Wrestling Podcast. It is the World Wrestling Podcast. Uh, you can also follow me. On Twitter at HappyTheClown14. On Instagram, just type in The Happy and Schizo Show. Uh, you can follow me on Facebook as well. Just type in Happy the Clown. You see my big smiley face right there. And to all of our iHeartRadio listeners, thank you guys so much. Um, you guys have made 2017 a great year for the World Wrestling Podcast. Uh, we've talked about this. Hopefully, within the next week, I'm counting down every single day. Uh, they said by the end of the year, we should have a proposal for a potential sponsor. So, um, send out them good vibes um, that we that we land this. It'll be a huge, huge opportunity for the World Wrestling Podcast. and something I am beyond excited for. And um, we also hit 30 thousand plays this year um huge 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 comp or uh, milestone there um and it's all thanks to every single one of you who take the time to listen to download um our iheart radio listeners you guys are just as awesome uh, the people that pop into the chatty week in and week out um thank you guys so much uh like I said, 2017 has been a pretty good year for the World Wrestling Podcast. I cannot wait to see uh, what 2018 has in store for me and the big bad Boo Bear, Nick Solomon. And so, um, every every year after Christmas, um, WWE does a show in the Madison Square Garden. Um, it's their annual post-Christmas show. This tends to be one of the biggest non-televised live events of the year. Um, and it's usually headlined by a WrestleMania-level match. Uh, we've seen Brock Lesnar versus Big Show, I believe, last year in their main event. Um, this year, the show was headlined by John Cena challenging Roman Reigns for the Intercontinental uh, Championship. Um, here's the results for the whole show that uh, happened at Madison Square Garden this uh, past Tuesday, um, the on the heels of Christmas, uh, cruiserweight champion Enzo Amore defeated Kalisto. Uh, Amore was needed on this show, so he did not appear on 205 Live this week. Um, Elias, along with Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson, sang "Freebird in the Ring." Uh, 
Elias was interrupted by Heath Slater's music, and that led to the next match, which was Rhino, Heath Slater, Apollo Crews, Titus O'Neil, and Goldust, who defeated the Revival. Hashtag FTR. Fuck the Revival. Uh, Curtis Axel, Bo Dallas, and Kurt Hawkins. Uh, we saw Asuka continue her winning streak as she defeated Dana Brooke and Alexa Bliss and Nia Jax. Uh, Braun Strowman defeated Kane by DQ. It looks like they want to keep Kane strong for next month, so they're not going to um, beat him clean right now. Um, Matt Hardy debuted his new entrance music. You can check out that new music. Um, go to YouTube, uh, look at the Madison Square Garden. It's like this Beethoven sim symphony thing. Um, I I personally don't dig it. I thought it was kind of lame. Um uh, People are saying it's uh, kind of similar to the the broken Matt Hardy music he had over in TNA. Um, like I said, I personally don't care too much for it. Um, but that's just my opinion. Give me just a second. And the Absolution defeated Mickey James, Bailey, and Sasha Banks. And the Raw Tag Team Champions, Seth Rollins and Jason Jordan, uh, defeated The Bar. Uh, Samoa Joe and Finn Balor had another match from everything. Sorry about that. <laughs> the New Day's interrupted. Shut up, New Day. <laughs> um, Samoa Joe defeated Finn Balor. Uh, we've seen these two have some great matches over at NXT. Um, I bet it was a treat for everybody in Madison Square Garden to see them uh, both have a have a match over on the main roster. Um, Roman Reigns defeated or retained his Intercontinental title when he defeated John Cena. Reigns got a clean pin after hitting the spear, and that is absolutely mind blowing to me. Roman Reigns beat John Cena clean. And I, I thought I thought for sure this match would still be going. When I heard John Cena versus Roman Reigns, I was like, oh man, this match, this is going to be like a three-day match. They, I wonder how many times they kicked out at two. I want to try to see if I can find video of this match and actually count. Because we all know John Cena is the master of kicking out at two. You can throw John Cena off, off the top of the Empire State Building, run down, pin his... Pin his splattered body on the ground, and that shoulder would still come up at two. Uh, <clears throat> and we know the wet rat, he he who shall not be named, um, um, is also the the new day or the modern Cena. He's always going to kick out at two. Um, so definitely knows a two kick out party there in Madison Square Garden. But the wet rat, of course. Um, pulled out the win over John Cena in Madison Square Garden. And moving on. Uh, some more John Cena news for you here. Um, John Cena's WrestleMania opponent reportedly bigger than a WWE Championship. What? Sorry, my uh, my report here doesn't want to doesn't want to load for me. Um, but anywho, they were saying that John Cena's potential opponent for WrestleMania could be bigger than actually giving him a championship match. Um, we know WrestleMania is going to be coming up here pretty soon. We are on the road to WrestleMania. Uh, the Royal Rumble is coming up. And uh, there could be some big things in store. Although we haven't officially hit the road to WrestleMania just yet, the early word coming out of WWE is uh, showing that next year's show of shows is going to be an excellent show with a huge match for John Cena. The Wrestling Observer Newsletter reports that although there are rumors floating around that says AJ Styles will defend his WWE Championship against John Cena in New Orleans, the word is that John Cena's match for WrestleMania is actually a much bigger encounter. Um, some names that would that WWE is considering 
um, at this point um, are some big ones. Uh, the names that they're dropping right now are The Undertaker, Batista, Hulk Hogan, and Goldberg uh, that are all in the running um, just due to the, uh, like I said, uh, you say Goldberg, that whole, that name, the name itself holds uh, value alone. Um, although Dave Meltzer does note that Hogan's participation and clearance to compete might be a huge question due to his ongoing back issues, but it looks like John Cena has a WrestleMania opponent and it will be a massive draw. Uh, Raw's 25th anniversary Raw's 25th anniversary, sorry, could very well be the best place for the story to start uh, getting put together. So all we need to do is tune in to the January 22nd episode of Monday Night Raw and see what goes down and what can get wrapped up at WrestleMania 34 for Super Cena. And for what it's worth, um, sorry. Um, for what it's worth, a match with Taker would make the most sense because it is a match that was originally talked about for last year's show uh, before the plans changed. Um, and it's a match that both Taker and Cena have wanted. Um, so um, I've seen I've seen a lot of reports out there that Undertaker's uh, shoulder surgery went really good. That uh, He's been out there. Um, doing his physical therapy that Undertaker is actually looking a lot better than we've seen him the last uh, couple of WrestleManias. So if we can get a fully healthy um, Undertaker, I would definitely like to see a John Cena Undertaker match. Um, if you go back to the very first episode I ever recorded um, on the Sean B channel here, um, I actually talked about Undertaker's WrestleMania streak, and that was the one person that I said I felt um, should have ended the streak, um, and that's just because at that time Cena was still um, actively in WWE, um, and it would have done him a lot of good. Um, now, now John Cena beating the Undertaker—it's um, just another loss on Undertaker's belt at that point. Um, so I think if it does go down, I'd like to see Undertaker beat John Cena. Um, that way, Undertaker go, can go ahead and retire on top. Um, and the final story we hear, I have here for you guys before I wrap up this, uh, this show um, has to do with the leader of the Bullet Club, Kitty freaking O. Mega, that's right. Um, Kenny Omega comes down on WWE for being, and I quote, soulless. Uh, Kenny Omega is on top of the world as he rolls into Wrestle Kingdom 12 to face Chris Jericho, but as he looks toward his future and sees others before him uh, that have taken the leap to WWE, he might be thinking twice about trusting his career with Vince McMahon and company. The cleaner spoke to Sports Illustrated about the King of Strong Styles uh, booking in WWE. Uh, but although he is happy for success, for Shinsuke's success, sorry, um, he had to note that his booking has been pretty uneventful so far. And I agree. I, I completely agree. Um, since getting brought up to the main roster, Shinsuke has been thrown um, a bad hand. Um, yeah, we've seen him uh, go for the WWE title once. Um, he did not capture it. And ever since then, uh, we've seen dud feuds with Dolph Ziggler um, and others. Um, uh, Kenny Omega says, I'm happy for the response he is getting, of course. And all of us in New Japan knew when he left that he was going to get over with his charisma. But when I see Nakamura in WWE, it's hard for me to say that he's done anything compelling in the ring since he's been there, which is a shame. Uh, it will just take the one right story and the one right moment, and then the people will be captivated by everything that he does. Right now, he just hasn't had that. He went on to further break down the WWE style and described much of the style as soulless. Uh, some people in WWE even need the steps in uh, their footing in the ring choreograph. They have to pace their breathing before they even go through the 
go through with the match in the ring. When you're used to dealing with people who need that much need that match management, who need to have that match choreography in their matches before they go out there and perform with a guy like Nakamura, who's used to this uh, new age uh, strong style. And a lot of, and a lot of that is based off emotion and feeling and fighting uh, and the fighting spirit. It says wrestler, uh, when a guy like Nakamura wrestles someone who needs uh, marks on the ring so that he can get his footing right with a set of instruction, that's where Nakamura's style uh, gets lost in translation. Everything starts to come across as soulless, um, if that makes any sense. Um, and I agree. I agree. Kenny, uh, we see it a lot of Ring of Honor. Uh, these guys just have it down to a T. Uh, go watch a Young Bucks match. Go watch a Kenny Omega match. Um, Go watch uh, Flip Gordon. Anybody in Ring of Honor, these guys, uh, the strong style is just so fast. So boom, 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 boom. These guys get it so fluently. Um, and uh, Shinsuke Nakamura is in that from that same breed. Um, he came over from New Japan where he was very successful over there. Um, so I completely agree with Kenny Omega. If you're throwing him in a guy, in the ring with a guy who needs to like, oh, I gotta have my footing here. I gotta have my footing here. It brings the the pace of the match down. Um, it loses loses that that spark that we all want to see. And that's the spark that I agree. Um, uh, and that's what I love seeing so much in Ring of Honor, in JPW, uh, Defiant Wrestling, and all that. Um, Kenny Omega doesn't hold anything back, and he certainly lived up to his reputation in the interview with Sports, Inter Sports Illustrated. Whether you agree with him or not, it's hard to argue that he doesn't know what he's talking about. And I agree. Kenny Omega, like I said, hands down, best in the world right now. Um, so I would, I would take him at his word for it, man. Um. And hopefully, ah, shit. Um, hopefully we start seeing some better matches uh, from Shinsuke. Um, if not, I would like to see him go back to NJPW um, and start putting on them phenomenal matches um, because we've seen it oh too many times in WWE. They get these big-name guys. Austin Aries is a prime example. Austin Aries, huge on the independent scene, comes to WWE and gets flopped. Um, same with Shinsuke. He is huge over in Japan. Um, tore it up in NXT, gets put to the main roster. They ain't doing dick with him. And it's a waste. And that has a lot to do with Vince McMahon being so out of touch with the fans. Um, I know I say this at least once a show, but you know, um, when the time comes, pull the pull the fucking plug on him. <clears throat> Just Vince, please retire or something. Um, give the company to people who know what the fans want. We need a new uh, we need a new attitude era. Uh, we need a new Monday Night War to shake things up because WWE is becoming stale. And I find myself uh, watching more ROH, more NJPW, a lot of these independent companies more than I watch WWE now. Um, and it's just because, like Kenny Omega said, it's the soullessness of WWE. Um, you see it so much that even like uh, I was watching... Uh, the women's match this uh, Monday night on Raw, and Mandy Rose, she's part of Absolution uh, with Paige, and she was just like so slow. You seen her like talking to uh, Mickey James at some points in the the match, and it was like the arm drags were so slow. Um, and that's where WWE needs to pull their head out of their ass, and it's because they have no legit competition. Um, You've noticed that anytime WWE starts having a legit fear that, oh shit, someone might be coming up on us, the product boosts, they start having great matches, um, and then once they realize the threat's gone, they just let it go stale again. And it shouldn't be like that. It should be that they're giving us this phenomenal product all year, every day, 365, whether it's a televised show or a house show, um, they should be giving it their all, just like... Um, 
every Ring of Honor star, um, every New Japan star, um, they go out there because they have something to prove. They do it because they love it. Um, the fans get behind them. Um, and it's a beautiful, if you haven't got a chance to watch, um, uh, any independent wrestling company, um, Go do it. Download the Fight app. It's free. Uh, you can watch every episode of Ring of Honor. It comes on uh, Mondays. Um, like I said, I find myself uh, tuning into Ring of Honor before I will go tune into Monday Night Raw. I watch Raw on Tuesdays on Hulu and uh, make sure that I'm, I'm there for Ring of Honor when that shit goes live. Um, and that's just that just proves that and. And I have no no qualms with WWE. Uh, their writing is pretty pretty horrendous at times, uh, but I will always be a huge WWE fan. As you know, this uh, this channel used to be WWE Talk. Uh, we have since changed it to the World Wrestling Podcast because we wanna we wanna reach uh, talk about Ring of Honor, New Japan, and not just have it completely focused on WWE and. Uh, and hopefully, hopefully, uh, WWE will pull their head out of their ass and start giving the fans what they want. Uh, because we've talked about this multiple times on the show. Uh, Monday Night Raw's been hitting record lows in attendance. Uh, they don't even do pyro no more. Uh, they're cutting pay-per-view shows uh, for this coming year. Uh, so WWE, whether they want to admit it or not, is in hot water. And a lot of that has to do with because um, I'm gonna I'm gonna use this quote again: the soullessness of the product. Uh, so you know, Vince, you said it once before when you brought in the NWO. Uh, hit hit the WWE universe with that that lethal injection of poison. Um, do something. Hit hit it with the EpiPen. Bring your fucking ass back to life. Um, and you will see you will see the WWE product boost back up to uh to the grand stage that it should be. WWE's been the monopoly in the wrestling world for fucking years. Um WCW was their only threat. Look what happened. Boom, bought him out, took him out. ECW was another one. Boom, bought him out, took him out. Um the only legit company I can think of right now would would be Ring of Honor in New Japan, and it's because they have so much freaking talent. They got Cody Rhodes, they got the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, War Machine. Uh, I hate to say it, Dalton Castle, Silas Young, uh, Flip Gordon, uh, countless names of just amazing talent. And like I said, if you haven't got a chance to to watch a Ring of Honor show or a New Japan or even Defiant Wrestling, um, go check them out. Get uh, expand your expand your borders. Think outside the box because uh, these companies have amazing talent. Put on amazing matches. Um, every every single uh, show that I've seen. Um, And I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up with that. Um, so thank you guys so much for tuning in tonight or this afternoon. Um, hopefully by the end of, hopefully by the end of um, the end of the week, I will be caught up on Raw and SmackDown and I'll be able to, um, And I'll be able to do a uh, live show here for you. Sorry, uh, Nick Solomon's over here um, blowing me up. Sorry, bro. I can't take a Skype right now. If you want to let me know before before the show, I could have I had everything set up to be able to take calls. Um, I wasn't even really expected to go almost an hour. Um, I just had a couple stories here. But, you know, I, I have a tendency to uh, jump down some rabbit holes. And uh, that's exactly what I did here today. Uh, but I'm looking forward to uh, coming on possibly at the end of the week or at the beginning of next week. Um, I was going to cover the Ring of Honor results from this week. I will do that along with the Raw and SmackDown results uh, later on the week or the beginning of next week. Um, and like I said, uh, feel free to... 
Follow me on Instagram, The Happy and Schizo Show. Uh, on Twitter, at HappyTheClown14. Follow me on Facebook as well. Just type in HappyTheClown. And um, I can't wait for 2018 to be here. Can't wait to be back on the air with the big bad boo bear, Nick Solomon. Um, and again, thank you guys so much for making 2017 a great year for the World Wrestling Podcast. And until next time, Take care of each other and yourselves. I am the Big Cali Kid, and this was the World Wrestling Podcast. to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. With the Capital One Saver Card, you earn 4% cash back on dining and entertainment. Does that include dinner at that new French place? Yep, 4% cash back there. How about bowling with my friends? Yeah, 4% cash back on that too. Nice. And that'll be a rewarding weekend. Because with the Capital One Saver Card, you earn 4% on dining and entertainment. So when you go out, you cash in. Capital One, what's in your wallet? Terms apply. Capital One Bank, USANA.